This is Late Night Help. This is the radio show that cares about the most important part of your life, your health. During the next hour, the insane Daryl Wayne and I are going to take a look at a number of health issues that really touch each and every one of us. We're going to end our show today uh, with Robert Clancy, and he's going to talk about being fearless. And right now, with the coronavirus and all of the information that we're getting about this pandemic, we need to be fearless. We need to be cautious, but we don't need to be afraid. We'll find out about that in about an hour from now. We'll also talk about a, a woman who lived in a tent for around 10 years. She's written some poetry, but she's all about healing the earth and keeping trees in our lives. Because if you hang out with trees, did you know that trees can help make you healthy? Yep, they lower blood pressure. They do all kinds of different things. And we'll find out more about that. We're going to start by going to the Chicago, Illinois area, one of my favorite cities in the world. We're going to spend some time with Wendy K. Benson and Beth A. Myers. And they have written a book called The Confident Patient, Successfully Navigate Your Healthcare Journey. They also have a company called 2 by 2 Health. It's a private health concierge based in Chicago. Uh, Wendy and Beth, welcome to Late Night Health. We're so thrilled to be here. Thank you. When you go to a typical doctor's appointment today in the 21st century, and it doesn't matter if it's a chiropractor, a, a, a medical doctor of any kind, a healthcare practitioner, you usually don't get any time with that doctor for one, him to know you, and vice versa, for you to know them. Is this a, a big fault in our healthcare system right now? Yeah, I think this is back. Um, unfortunately, it, it is unfortunate that that's exactly what's happening. The typical um, doctor's appointment is about 15 minutes long. So you really need to be prepared when you go to a physician's appointment. Kind of like going to a business meeting. You need to sit down the night before and think about the questions and what your agenda is uh, to make sure that all your questions are answered during that 15-minute period. 15 minutes. Wow. I have to move to Chicago. That's that's twice the time uh, that we get here in Southern California. Having that list of questions is good, but like doing an interview, I have a list of questions, but I also try to listen to what you two are saying, for example, and develop other questions. In a short period of time, you may not have that ability to do that with the doctor. He says, you have high blood pressure. You have to take this medicine. Wait, doc, I don't want to take medicine. I want to do it naturally. That's just one thing that came off the top of my head. You really don't have time to negotiate with your doctor, or do you? Yeah, well, that's exactly why this company was started. Uh, 2x2 two two Health stands for two uh, sets of eyes and two sets of ears in all of your doctor's appointments. So when your physician is talking about this, um, you know, you need to have someone else who's kind of taking notes and, and thinking about questions that you might not be thinking of. So it's always good to have someone with you in those doctor's appointments. Got it. And having having the two of you, because you've both worked in 
the healthcare field for at least a few years. Uh, both of you, uh, you know, being the CEO of of your company uh, and the chief operating officer of the company, do you have have trained people who go with patients? to their doctor's appointments or do you train say a spouse or a family member to go uh actually both so um two by two health is a team of experienced professionals that really help fill in the gaps that can sometimes occur in healthcare. um and we do that through recovery support clinical companionship and care coordination and sometimes that is um one of our professionals doing that um along with the patients themselves, and sometimes it's helping to coach our um, family members and their support system so that they can be a big part, an active partner in that process as well. How do doctors react to having a professional? Say, you know, Wendy, you go with me to my doctor and you say, hey, Mark doesn't want to take any drugs at all. He wants to do something naturally. You know, um, our experience has been extremely positive. That is something that we thought about when um, when ramping up the company, but really we're an extension of the medical professionals. So it has been, um, we really partner with them and collaborate with them. And I think for the physicians to know what the, what the patient's wishes are in advance, that's really helpful. We can talk through it instead of maybe the patient saying, I don't feel comfortable taking that medication and maybe just not taking it instead of having that conversation and figuring out what works best for each individual person. Because I have a big mouth. My wife, uh, a couple of years ago, asked me not to say anything to physicians. Her mother had had a heart attack. We were at the at a hospital, and the doctor was releasing her, uh, telling her she would go home the next day. She was 90 years old at the time, 89 years old at the time, and I had many questions. Uh, one, why would you tell a woman you've had three or four heart attacks this week? We can tell from tests, but we're going to release you first thing tomorrow morning. You'll be fine. I had a question. Why? What are you guys thinking? And, of course, after they released her, four hours later, she was readmitted to the hospital and stayed over a week. I asked the doctors not to come back into that room. They were not happy with me. But I told them I would have their thumbs surgically removed if they did come back into the room. Hey, I mean, I tell you, you're really hitting the nail on the head with the um, planning for the after. That's such a critically important time. And I think that, um, you know, talking through the various med- members of the medical team in advance, because it's really important to have um, an environment where it can be safe, where someone can recover and, and really make sure that, um, that all those pieces um, are thought about and planned for in advance. Otherwise, it can be a, a, a real challenging situation for the patients and their family members. And, you know, I really think that healthcare is a multidisciplinary um, team. And so maybe in a situation like that, you know, maybe from the, the physician's standpoint, he was thinking that they were okay. But sometimes maybe pulling the case manager or a nurse and just say, listen, guys, I'm not comfortable with this because of X, Y, and Z, but we really haven't fixed anything yet. Like, you know what I mean? So absolutely, maybe some other team members in, involved. And, and this was an older, you know, my mother-in-law was, was a senior patient. I want to talk about, you know, pediatric care too, especially first-time parents. You know, the kid goes, 
Hachu, and we have to go to the doctor. Maybe they need surgery. You know, pe- people react, especially when it's their first child. The second kid, not so much. At least that was my experience with our kids. First kid, we were over the top. Second kid, he could do whatever he wanted, lick the floor, it didn't matter. But. <laughs> We're, I'm right with you. I have those same two children. <laughs> Got it. It, it. it just, you know, you, you get used to it. You know, the first one we had to sterilize. We did, you know, just about infrared sterilization <laughs> of hands before you, you let a family member uh, or friend hold your child. The second one, ah, oh, you're in the mud, you're playing with peat moss, it's okay. We don't care. And that's kind of what we've, we've realized is sometimes we're just reassurance for the family, you know, someone to bounce an idea off of. You know, someone, sometimes they call us and they say, hey, I have a fever over 90, you know, 99. Well, the doctor's instructions say you don't need to call until it's 100.5. So sometimes we just reiterate and, and coming from a profession that is well trusted, um, sometimes that's all that patients really need to hear. And, you know, the I, I just have to mention one other thing because I do this a lot. I don't believe that the hospitalist category of, of medicine should be allowed because their job is to get a patient out of a hospital quickly. Statistically, if you don't have your own doctor working with you in a hospital, you die. There's a, a greater chance for you to die. It's just, it is amazing to me. The Confident Patient, we're talking about successfully navigating your healthcare journey. When we come back, I want to talk about the coronavirus with uh, uh, Wendy and, and Beth. And the reason I do is because a lot of people are going to say, gee, I have this problem. What do I do? Hey, if you want to listen to Late Night Help at any time, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can find us at Spreaker, and you can even find us at LateNightHealth.com. That's LateNightHealth.com. All right, Wendy, Beth, Daryl, and I return as we continue. Don't you dare go away. Lots of great information coming up. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright here now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright here now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthear.com. Late Night Help is proud of our partnership with the EBC, the Evolutionary Business Council. Check them out at ebcouncil.com. You're listening to Late Night Help with Mark Allen. The show continues in a moment.
If you're listening to Late Night Health right now, you're part of the growing target of baby boomers we're serving. Hi, I'm Daryl Wayne, producer of Late Night Health, inviting you to join the Late Night Health family. If you have any business targeting the growing boomer market, Late Night Health is the ideal advertising vehicle for you. From vitamins to insurance, alternative health to Western-style medicine, Late Night Health caters to the growing population of those over 40 years old. This vibrant demographic has expendable income to fight aging, purchase travel, take care of aging parents, or just have fun. Find out about the advertising opportunities with Late Night Health. Call us at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308 or email us at info at latenighthealth.com. That's info at latenighthealth.com. Join Late Night Health as we empower people to take charge of their own health care. Call now at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308. Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen along with the insane Daryl Wayne. And in the news right now, the coronavirus has taken over everything. Restaurants have shut down. Uh, sporting events and theater events are, and musical events are stopped. I was at a Starbucks early this morning. Yes, uh, occasionally I do go to Starbucks. And it was only grab and go. Uh, the world has come to a screeching halt. Our guests, uh, Wendy Benson and Elizabeth Myers, Beth Myers, have written a book called The Confident Patient. We've all heard what to do. Wash your hands, stay away from people, stay in your house. What I'm really curious about is if you come down with some of the symptoms, uh, respiratory problems, breathing issues, high temperature, not feeling really good, should you go to your doctor? And how do you tell them, I really need to come in and see you? So this is Beth. Um, so my comment would be, if you're having trouble breathing, do not go to the doctor. Um, there's nothing they can do for you in the doctor's office. They are going to recommend that you go to either call 911 or go to your nearest emergency room. So if there's any any discussion, any thought that you're having shortness of breath, I would bypass the physician's office right away. Good point. Good point. And, and get checked out. Do you know if there's testing available throughout the country to see if you have the coronavirus? That is a problem that we're, we're seeing right now is there are not enough testing. Um, and even though you, you fit, you know, you check most of the boxes, um, if you're not checking all of them, like did you just recently travel or have you been in contact with someone with the coronavirus, a lot of people are not able to get tested, which is why I think we're going to see a spike in numbers pretty soon because once we, the tests are available and people are getting tested, our numbers are going to go much higher. Uh, I know that in China, the numbers seem to be declining already. It's been about three months, and uh, Apple opened up all their stores. They've been closed for a while. Apple recently opened up all 41 stores in in China, indicating that the problem is lessening. Do you think this is going to be a, a long-term thing, or do you think it will blow itself out? Please, God. <laughs> I, I mean, I think I think that any news like that is certainly encouraging, and because these other countries, um, you know, hit this curve earlier than we have, 
um, there's a lot that we're going to be learning from all the countries that have um, experienced, you know, all of these difficulties before we have. Do you think that the U.S. reacted right on time or too slow uh, in in creating an emergency and and locking us down, so to speak? You know, I mean, there's been a lot of conversations about this, and I think that um, each state, you know, at, at the various levels of the governors, um, the various levels of the CDC, um, I think that, you know, hopefully people are just doing their best. I don't know. It certainly seems like this is a situation that none of us have ever been in before. I think that this is going to teach us a lot of lessons about how to have a coordinated approach where we can be prepared. And we're not prepared, are we? Uh, well, <laughs> you know, uh, obviously there hasn't been um, the testing capabilities that would have given us a lot more information sooner. But we've had other flu. I mean, with the, with the, with the, you know, the name being, you know, um, Corona uh, 19, I mean, this is a new disease. It's not like it's been around for years. And it's hard to get everyone together on the same page. And, you know, who would have thought? I, you know, this is a really difficult situation. But we've had the swine flu, the bird flu, the flu flu. Last year, 36,000, 34,000 people died from the flu, and that was just the regular flu. The year before that was over 60,000 people passing away, according to uh, CDC statistics. We seem to be controlling this and don't have those numbers, thank God, yet. And and I'm I'm right. really hopeful that we won't get anywhere near that because we have basically shut down. I mean, going to the right. market. I mean, it is, yeah, it, it is impressive when you look to see, you know, this is a horrible epidemic that we're having, a pandemic, um, and our numbers are going out, but we're so lucky they're not where those numbers you just start talked about are and and because we we blocked down you know i think it was the right thing to do to stop the spread uh, have you two guys left your homes recently um since i returned from colorado on saturday um i had to go to the grocery store but besides that we have been at home ever since got it yeah my my children are being homeschooled as as are all of us in chicago and um both my husband and i are working from home as well got it yeah, the, uh, I just got an email from somebody uh, talking about homeschooling their kids. They have a, a, a five-year-old and an eight-year-old. They've been doing it for one day, and they think that teachers should now be paid billions of dollars because of it's... Right, and I concur. You know, it's... <laughs> well, it's, I, I also think about all the teachers who are not only trying to send out the information electronically to many of their students, but then also trying to homeschool their own children, so they're working double duty right now, right? Right, exactly. I mean, it's a... There's it, a reason why I'm a nurse and not a teacher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you taught... Uh, didn't you teach other nurses? Um, yeah. Yes. You know, on the floor, um, you know, as a charge nurse or a senior nurse, we, we had other nurses, but never at the, um, the primary school level that my children are. Got it. Yeah, it's. I, I cannot imagine doing it. I wouldn't have the patience, I don't think. Uh, this is Late Night Health. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. You can uh, listen to us at LateNightHealth.com and wherever fine podcasts are found, we are there. iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and uh, Apple, 
Google, and and many, many more. Our guests, uh, Wendy Benson and uh, and uh, Beth, I always forget your name, Beth Myers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, they've written a book called The Confident Patient, and they run a business, the 2 by 2 Health Private Health con- Concierge in uh, the Chicago area. You can find out more by going to 2by2health.com. That's 2by2health.com. What can people do to communicate better with their doctors? And by the way, I'm going to keep in touch with you because I am I've been writing some books, and one of the books I want to write uh, is called uh, Hey Doc, You're Fired, because when doctors don't listen to a patient, I think that they should be fired, period. Any comment on that? You know, we interviewed, um, we interact with, you know, physicians and medical teams, and we interviewed um, a number of people when writing this book, and I think that over and over again, what we heard from the medical community is that it's okay to ask for a second opinion, and it's okay to make a change. If, if something's not working well in the relationship, whether it's a communication difference, whether it's a expectation difference, it is okay to make a different choice with who's providing the medical um, care and support for yourself or your loved one. Uh, recently, uh, I was talking to a, to, to uh, uh, a friend, and she had uh, had whatever condition I don't remember. But when she said to her doctor, "I saw something on the internet about this," and the mm-hmm. doctor responded, "Did you go and get a degree in medicine on the internet?" That's ridiculous. I went to a real medical school. Now, personally, I told her, I would have told him to go to hell, and I would have fired him on the spot. Am I right or wrong? So I would say um, our approach is somewhere in between those two. (laughs) I would say that for us, I know when people talk about doing their own research, like a lot of people are wired that way, and it is important for us to educate ourselves. And it's, you know, it's really important that we have information. Uh, I think oftentimes if they're um, peer-reviewed and um, reputable sources, it's a little bit more comforting because even though it's really important to educate themselves, there are um, a lot of companies out there that are not um, reputable and right and and, and you have to make you have to make decisions you know you know if it if something says uh, take a chicken and swing it over your head and right. do something crazy <laughs> yeah I get that but there yeah. are many ways of approaching it listen I appreciate this maybe we can do this again sometime soon the confident patient successfully navigate your health care journey by uh, Wendy Benson and Elizabeth Myers uh, and you can find out more about them by going to 2by2health.com I'm Mark Allen along with the insane Daryl Wayne we return as late night health continues don't go away You're listening to Late Night Health with Mark Allen. The show continues in a moment. 
Sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Words are a critical aspect of success. How you get your point across is a crucial part of what makes anything sell. So do it right and hire a writer. Whether it's articles, blog posts, technical writings, website content, product descriptions, or ghost writing anything from a novel to a nonfiction book about your navel, contact Servette Hassan. If you want it to sell, write it right. Email Servette at Servette at ServetteHassan.com. The latest from the greatest, the best in new music by classic rockers, with your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me criminally insane? Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry and of course the rock stars themselves i'm the reverend al green and you're listening to the insane daryl wayne and i said wayne insane you can find it on amazon or blackstone audio search for the latest from the greatest from daryl wayne d-a-r-r-e-l-l-w-a-y-n-e hello this is weird al yankovic and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne, aren't you? <laughs> the overwhelming anxiety and stress caused by debt is real, but you don't have to go through it alone. Freedom Debt Solutions is here to help. With more than 400 debt experts standing by, Freedom Debt Solutions could help you get rid of expensive debt with one low affordable monthly program payment. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card or personal loan debt, find out how you can talk to a Freedom Debt Solutions expert today. Go to freedomdebtsolutions.com slash help. That's freedomdebtsolutions.com slash help. Attention anyone looking for hand sanitizer. Sanitizing your hands and surfaces is one of the best ways to fight COVID-19. The FDA recently published new guidelines for the production of hand sanitizer during this public health emergency. Most commonly used hand sanitizers are not compliant. Here's the good news. You can now get the hand sanitizer you're looking for that meets FDA guidelines to fight COVID-19. Introducing Halo CV, one of the first hand sanitizers available in the U.S. that's formulated specifically for COVID-19 and meets both FDA FDA and CDC guidelines. Get yours now at halocv.com. That's H-A-L-O-C-V.com. Halo CV can be used on all surfaces, such as countertops, doorknobs, and shopping carts, in addition to your hands. Made in the USA, Halo CV is formulated specifically for COVID-19. Be safe, stay home, and sanitize your hands and surfaces with Halo CV. Go to halocv.com, and we'll rush your order to you today. That's halocv.com. H-A-L-O-C-V.com. Go to halocv.com. 